Blog Talk Radio. edition of the Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. How about that? Woo, come on, darling. Woo. Iman, Iman, Iman. What up? How you doing, Kettle? I can't complain. How you guys doing? (laughs) We got her confused now. She's like, okay, I don't know. Um, Yeah. I just I heard yeah. some uh, back mm-hmm. in the day some Spanish I mean not Spanish but just some some foreign language show somewhere where mm-hmm. somebody said something and the person said back to him Ima 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 I don't know what that meant but it just it stuck in my head for the last fifty Trust years. Trust me, nobody knows. So whatever oh. show that was. Hey. What are you do? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Everything is good. Long week. Oh, what? Oh, my <laughs> goodness! My goodness! Honestly, this week has felt like two weeks. Yay! 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 But I'm not gonna complain. Yeah, I'm all still right. on this side of the earth, so I'm all right. Mm. Okay. And you know, the, you know, the one thing interesting is that this is the last day of the month. How about that? It sure is. Wow. Think about it. Nobody's thinking mm-hmm. about that. It's coming on mm-hmm. a back end on a Friday, sneaking in on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people wow. equate a new a new month to a Monday morning. Nah. So when is Oktoberfest? What's the official time for celebration of Oktoberfest? Whenever I think it's the 15th. Oh, man, <laughs> we got to wait till the middle of the month. Okay. Wait, it's all now if you want. Go for it. Okay, I think I might. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Papa Diddy, don't kick us off. Yeah, you know, um, I wouldn't got something to, I wouldn't got something done today that I haven't done not not in a while, but I was overdue with it. And mm-hmm. I tell you what, I'm scared to ask. That stuff was <laughs> it was it was so satisfying. Okay. Uh oh. So this person really did me in and did me right. Mm, okay. okay. Is this something okay. that we can talk about on the air? Yeah, yeah. But it was. <laughs> and our, our question tonight is: How often do you get it done? And what does it do for you when it's done right? Mm. Okay. And the well, it well, what be... is that, Father? All right, get your mind out of the gutter. Oh, too late. I'm talking about a really nice, with all the the, the 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 rubbing and pulling and feeling, a pedicure. Oh, okay. Oh, that was a close one. 
a good oh, pedicure. Man. When I say good, I mean the person does. You know when they put the, the stuff on your, your uh, I don't know if everybody does the same thing, but they put the stuff that feels like it's a, maybe a uh, Epsom salt kind of thing, and then they put the lotion mixed with it, and they rub on your legs all around your ankles and rub your feet back and forth and all that, and they scrape the bottom of your feet and go all between your toes. And, man, let me tell you something. I just feel like your feet is so connected to your mind that it's not even funny. It's crazy. But my question is, uh, how often do you, and do you go somewhere to get that done? If you do get it done, do you do you have a person that really does it well, or are you just getting your nails cut off and getting out of the chair? What do you think? And are you overpriced? Because let me give you a price. I got this done up north, and it cost me $30. Wow. So, with all the all the trimming up north, in New Jersey, let's say, I'll give the state. I won't give the city. Okay. I'm going to go to you, Kevin. Are you um, paying too much? Is it getting... uh, no, that's, that's a reasonable price. And, Is it the um, price where you go, it? or... I'm sorry. Um, sure. I mean, it's a reasonable price, and yeah, they do me right. I mean, because they have like different packages where I go. You can get the standard. Yeah. Um, you know, you can get, you know, like you said, the Epsom salt type thing. Uh, so they have different packages. So I do like that. Um, but I think that's reasonable. And you know, once I'm, they're taking their time, and hey, I'm chilling, I'm relaxed. So yeah, it's making me feel good. They doing something right. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm usually, I'm usually satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. Do it to you I don't recall. As they say. <laughs> yeah. I don't recall getting it at that price, at least not in the area mm-hmm. where I live. It seems mm-hmm. like it's usually at least five or more dollars more, but like you said, cattle, depends on what you get. Well she did the hot 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 rocks and everything. Oh no! After doing all that, that rub the hot rocks on it and all. No, if I if you start adding all these extra things like that here in Mm -hmm. the in the DMV, that's right. I I have got it done the DMV, and I didn't understand the people of the foreign nature, and at the end they charged me sixty five dollars and still wanted to tip. I said, wait a minute, that's not what I read on the paper. Wow! I did not read on the paper. That's a lot. That's a lot. They did all the trimming and everything, but she said sixty-five dollars. I think that sometime in those places like that, I think that the foreign language barrier can be a barrier Mm -hmm. to their advantage because you say, "What? Why am I thought you said forty-five? No, I say sixty-five. I'm like, you know, Mm -hmm. with that heavy-ass accent, I can't understand what you said. Yeah. And you don't want to be controversial because you don't want to raise no hell in there, you know. And uh, but uh, yeah. But I will say the last good one I got Mm -hmm. probably about maybe two months ago. Right. And I I think I am overdue. Now you got me wanting one. Yeah. I just think you know. I hope y'all agree, but your feet really say a lot about you, and they can be they can be forgotten for a while. You know, when you don't get a, a pedicure for a minute, three, four months, you look up and your toenails are tearing your socks. And if you mm-hmm. lay in the bed with somebody, you're cutting their legs, you know. Oh, Lord. You know what I'm saying? Don't cut your partner's <laughs> you cut your okay. partner's legs. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, 
it has its place. I think a pedicure has its place. Well, I will say that I remember some years ago that I was looking at this chart of the soles of the feet. It's the Shakti. I'm not sure. I don't remember how to spell it. I know it was S-H-A-K, maybe T-I. But the Shakti chart of the soles of the feet shows where all the different nerve endings are in the body. And I was surprised Mm -hmm. to learn at that time that, for example, if you have a headache, the the part, the nerve ending that connects from your feet to your head could be someplace like your left middle toe. But most of us, when we have a headache, we tend to massage our temples and we think that's going to help. But if you find where is the nerve ending for that left or right temple, wherever it is in your foot, that's what you should massage because that helps to release the tension from the nerve ending and travel up to the, you know, impacted part of the body. And that's for any part of your body. It could be your stomach, your head, your gut, your, you know, your ear, ache, whatever. So if you're interested, Mm -hmm. look that up. And get a picture, find that picture of where the nerve endings are in the soles of the feet. That's probably another reason why those massages and really good pedicures are so worthwhile and relaxing. Unbelievable. So that's your public service announcement for tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Watch out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, let's kick it into the next gear. Gear, not year, and get into mm. the uh, the rundown uh, with cattle. If you would be so kind as to grace us, uh, All what's right. on the agenda tonight? Okay, um, should we put in focus a foot massage? <laughs> hey, that's a recommendation. Um, Team recommendation: yeah. get a good pedicure. I know that's right, and a reasonable price. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, in focus. That was a good one, Papa. Thanks. In focus. Former NCA employee charged with espionage. Also, first major lawsuit filed over the Uvalde shooting. And Tennessee school officer dragged a black student by his hair. Doing this again, huh? Um, yeah, a cocktail of the week. I got a surprise for you. What's Papa and Papa Didi? Um, we're going to lighten it up, of course, with our weird news. Lido has been ordered to melt the bunny. Okay. Animals gone buck wild and on the loose. And French bulldog breeder, shocked puppy, was born bright green. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap-up tonight, the kiss it list, and, of course, the last words. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with In Focus News. Hi, this is Papa Didi. If you haven't heard of the Pajama Party, you're missing out. We got hot topics, hidden quitter headlines, what's popping with me, weird news, I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city again with me, the Hollywood wrap up with Kettle. The Cocktail of the Week, the World's Family Kiss It List, and of course, the last word. We serve up each week on the Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. 
You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at 914-803-4306 or listen at www.apajamaparty.com and also follow us on Twitter at apajamaparty. Hi, welcome back to John Party One. You host Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red One. Bonsoir, darling. All right, let's go and focus. I'm gonna kick it off and talk about this espionage situation. So, uh, an indebted former National Security Agency, that's the NSA, uh, one of their former employees was charged with espionage, just like the movies charged with espionage on this past Wednesday after authorities said that in exchange for money, this guy tried to send classified national defense information to an undercover FBI agent that was posing as a representative of a foreign government. I'm like, dude, do you not watch the movies? That's how they catch you all the time. And he fell for it. Uh, the guy's name is Jara or Jarrah, J-A-R-E-H. I'll say Jara. Jara Sebastian Dalk, 30 years old. I'm like, you so young and stupid. 30 years old, Colorado Springs, was charged with three counts of violating the Espionage Act. Now, if he gets convicted, he could face life in prison or the death penalty. Because they don't play. When you when it's espionage against the federal government, that's some serious stuff. So they're saying that if he's convicted, either he could end up with life in prison or he might actually face the death penalty. So the uh, U.S. attorney in Colorado said that Mr. Dalk held a top-secret clearance and worked as an information system security designer at the NSA just from June to July of this year. So he was only on the job for a month. But he had a top-secret clearance, so I guess he had access to way too much information. And according to the court records, he abruptly left the agency because what he claimed was a family illness that required him to be away for nine months, and he says that the NSA couldn't you know, support that amount of time being off. From the job. Well, no wonder you were only there for a month. How are you going to work for a company for a month and then say, I'm going to need nine months off and I'm going to need y'all to cover me? Like, dude, you're you tripping, right? <laughs> so by the end of July, he had already been communicating through encrypted email with an individual that he believed was associated with a foreign government. The prosecutors uh, said that he was actually communicating with an undercover FBI agent. So uh, even though the foreign government that he thought he was talking to was not named in the court documents, they said that uh, he had been using Russia's external intelligence agency's website, believing he was communicating with someone from a country with many interests that were adverse to the United States. So he was trying to jack up the United States one way or the other. So the bottom line is, you know, like I said, he's either facing life or the death penalty. 
Now, he told the agent who he was talking to, thinking he was talking to, you know, somebody. Well, he didn't know. He was talking to somebody undercover. But he told the agency that he still worked at NSA on a temporary assignment and uh, then revealed to that person that he had taken highly sensitive information related to foreign targeting of U.S. systems and information on cyber operations. So he was really going for it. I guess he figured, look, I got the goods. How much somebody want to pay me for it? So the court records show that he had nearly $84,000 in debt between student loans and credit cards, which I would it sounds like that's what was sort of his motivation to even do all this in the first place. But still, just because you owe people, man, you, you can't be trying to sell out your country. But that's pretty much what he was doing. So, you know, he's trying to, they, the, the FBI agents were just going through the whole deal. The agents sent cryptocurrency to the address that Dolph provided. You know, they just went ahead on with it. So he thought he was making a deal, you know, wheeling and dealing to get this money. And um, he asked the FBI agent for an additional $85,000 in return for more information that he said he would share when he got back to to the Washington area. And then he agreed to send the information through a secure connection that was set up by the FBI at a location in Denver, which is where they busted him. I'm like, you're just stupid coming and going. All because you, know you let your debt drive you nuts. That, that's why I'm surprised. Um, first of all, I'm surprised you only been on the job for a month and you exactly. acting a fool or doing crazy stuff. And then, two, I'm surprised he was hired because a lot of times you don't get hired if you owe money like that or you're in debt. Yeah. yeah. And that's a high-security job. I'm really surprised because of, you know, point. these situations that could happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Because the federal government checks all that stuff. They check to see yeah. if you're in a position just like this. But they probably mm-hmm. looked at it, and and they must have had some other reason to believe that he was going to do something stupid, and they went ahead and hired him and let him just set him his own self up. Because unless <laughs> he had a way of hiding that debt, I don't know how mm-hmm. that got through. Right. And that's an excellent yeah. point, Kevin. They usually look for mm-hmm. all that. Mhm. Yeah. Interesting. Oh well, well I'm gonna, was right. I'm mm-hmm. gonna put him on the kissing list. Jara, Gerard Dulk. <laughs> Whole full name, huh? Yes, mm-hmm. Gerard Dulk, because that was just dumb. Mhm. You're quiet over there, Papa. What's up? What, what, what you thinking? What's going on in your mind? <laughs> and I'm just uh, listening to the landscape. You know. Um, I noticed that back in the day, uh, there was a family. Um, I'm actually forgetting their their name. During my military days, there was a guy in the military that was trading secrets and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm forgetting their last name, but the whole family went down. Was this those people wow. in Virginia? Yeah, Virginia. It was in North. Oh, I do remember that story. This, was, oh, this okay. had to be back in. This had to be around. Oh my goodness! I don't want to tell my age. Uh, this had to be at least eight. Oh, wow, eighty. Well, I don't remember when, but 82. I remember. 
the whole family was 8281. I think it was mm-hmm. Walker was their last name. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole family went down. They they were just selling stuff. And they what it was, they were living in this big old house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was just a Navy, he was a Navy petty officer. And they had this big old house. And Mama Dam, Papa Dam, and all the damn children was in on it. And it was just crazy. Mm-hmm. It had to be at least 80, 83. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their last wow. name was Walker. I don't know if you can pull them up on the internet. Walker family of Norfolk, Virginia, back in the eighties. Boy. Yeah, that was a mess, and they all got gone. You remember that, huh? I do. It was big. Mm-hmm. When you said family, I said, wait, was that the ones in Virginia somewhere? Mm-hmm. Norfolk, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At mess. Mm-hmm. Agree to each other, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agree. They want to get out of debt. That will kick you in the butt. There's a lot yeah. of people tripping mm-hmm. over their student debt bills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't the president give give them some kind of relief or something? They passed the law on that? Um, yeah, but you still got to qualify for it. Uh, and the amount of okay. relief is somewhere between ten to 20000 Okay. Sometimes you know, not even good. a bit. But, uh, yeah. I mean, that's good, but if you owe, you know, ninety, eighty, ninety. Mm-hmm. Thousand something right. like that. It's like, all right, that's cool, but what about well, the rest like of it? You know, it's gonna be mm-hmm. like a damn, like a snake eats a mouse. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> wow. All right. All right. Yeah, that's a good story. On. Interesting. So, where yeah. was this at now? Where was where were they living at? Um, he was in uh, Colorado Springs. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where he got busted in Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they, they set him up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, okay. All right, I got the next one. Um this doesn't surprise me, but some of the first major lawsuits filed over the Uvalde shooting. Um mm-hmm. and I for some reason I don't know why I thought this was last year, but this is this year, May. Um, May um, 24th, 2022. That seemed um, like a long time ago. It it does, but it's, what, four months ago. But I, I knew these lawsuits were coming. Um, mm-hmm. The horrors of May 24th were only possible because so many in position of power were negligent, careless, and reckless. Um, this is um, one of the lead attorneys in the case, uh, Stephanie Sherman, uh, says, Defendants in this federal lawsuit include the Uvalde um, Consolidated Independent School District, the city of Uvalde, former school district police chief, we know that he's gone, um, suspended Uvalde police um, lieutenant, um, and um, the principal that was there as well. Wow, everybody's on this lawsuit. The families also were suing Daniel Defense, the uh, Georgia manufacturer of the assault-style rifle. Wow. Um, Salvador Ramos, um, 18, used in the massacre gun accessory maker FireQuest International Incorporated. Um, wow, so a lot of people want to underneath this um, lawsuit. Um, it yeah, goes on to say another, def- yeah, another defendant, an unidentified business called John Doe Company. One, interesting. That the lawsuit said the district contracted um, with to ensure security measures were in place and effective. 
The 81-page lawsuit filed in Del Rio accuses most defendants of negligence in action or um, defective products or systems that enable Ramos to buy the firearm ammunition and, um, you know, they killed the 19 people and wounded 16. Yeah. Um, more than 375 police officers responded to the shooting. That's a lot of police officers. Where the heck did they come from? I guess they kind of came from different jurisdictions, jurisdictions and stuff. I don't know. Um, but officers waited more than an hour to finally confront and kill Ramos after he fired a, a, a volley of shots at police within the first four minutes. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, that made um, no sense at all. Yeah, and it it it's it's crazy. You see the video, and they're standing there, and you know the people in charge are telling them to wait, but other people are eager to go in and try to help those kids. I mean, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. It's just I remember the parents were trying sense. to get in. Yeah, I mean, the parents would have done a better job than what they did. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They were holding the parents yeah. back. Right. Yeah. And and you know what? Some of the parents are probably um were um, you know, strapped. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so they the suit been. seeks right. So it says the suit seeks undetermined compensatory damages against all defendants and punitive damages against all the defendants except the school district and the city. Um, this is gonna be interesting to go. Um Somebody's going to be held liable. Somebody's going to be paying out some money. So I guess they're going to go with the big wigs, probably the gun manufacturer. That's probably who has the, the biggest amount of money, you know. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. But, uh, yeah, that's the story on that. Yeah. So. Okay. So. We'll be watching that one to find out how that goes. Because that's going to be that's yeah. a major lawsuit situation. Oh, that's going to be ugly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what that brings to light, too? That just brings to light all the people that have gotten killed. Um, you know, people, when I say people, mostly, you know, black people, black men, you know, different situations, house invasions, whatever. Whatever that the cops have done through the years. And they walk around all strapped ego, mm-hmm. alpha male look, gun, got this, got that. Man, they they bitched up like crazy that day. Yeah, they sure did. It was mm-hmm. only one guy. I'm not saying that, you know, I would go in there like wide earth or anything, but all them people, why do y'all come up with a plan? Somebody. Mm-hmm. And this went mm-hmm. on for like over an hour. Over an, And they hearing shots and little kids just getting blown away. Them people are pissed. I got news for you. They're pissed. They're, they're beyond mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I would have should be a, um... everybody just on general principle. Mm-hmm. That was ridiculous. And you got to sue the lady, too, the one that didn't close the door. Oh, yeah. That's She's easy. getting away with murder. She's getting away with... She got Now, the door shut, but it didn't lock, and I'm like, really, honey? You took your ass out there to smoke a cigarette or whatever you did, and you that's what they they keep saying we're putting stuff at the door. Oh, we got got to go through a metal detector. No, no, just have these teachers stop propping these damn doors. Mm-hmm. Have everybody come in the front. Mm-hmm. They get stuff. Oh, we had a party, so Betty went out and got some. She propped the door and she went out and got some cupcakes. 
And, you know, I'm like, man, please, go to the front door. Yeah. Right. Then these predators open and come in inside. Because usually they have these schools locked down, you know, certain times. They have the metal detectors. They thought that would help, you know, stop people getting in. But if you're going to continue to let people in some that way, that's just crazy. But, um, yeah, it, it, it needs to, to me, it needs to be like a national protocol on, I don't care if you're a big city or small city, that, that things that you go through, you know, something yeah. across the board, and then it, it depends on how you're going to train people to do X, Y, Z. Uh, it's just not um, enough training or enough know-how or somebody needs to take action. You can't just stand there and let things happen, you know. Yeah, and them kids were dialing nine one one and everything else. Yeah. They were more yeah, aware. Calling their parents, calling the cops, right. begging for help while the cops are out there. A couple there parents wanted to go in there. Trying to decide what should said, we no, do. No, no, don't go in there. And they're hearing shots every 20 minutes. Wow, that was, that was see, tragic. The, the crazy part would have been if one of the parents went in there, a couple of them went in there, gun hole, shot the man dead. Right, shot the man dead. They would have been the heroes. Now here, uh-huh. you know, we have to snot and cry and bury these kids and all that and do these lawsuits because you guys didn't do anything. Come on now, it just doesn't make any sense to me. None whatsoever. No. None it's at crazy. all. Yeah. Oh. I mean, if you if if you don't want to be in that position or if you don't think uh, you're too damn scared to, you know, have that authority for one and two. You can't handle yourself as far as um, a gun or or a shooter or somebody. You're in the wrong profession. You need to do something different. You need yeah, to sit exactly. down and death. If you're scared, yeah. stay home. Yeah. Do something different. Right. Right. Get a job so. at the at the store, or the bakery, or somewhere. But don't be a police officer. Yeah. When you hear the gun, right. you're supposed to go toward it. But yeah, right. those jokers over in. Uh, you're supposed to serve and protect. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to serve and protect and, and, and protect those people. You know. So. Yeah, well, it looked like they were protecting themselves that day. Oh yeah, they were bitching up big time. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. they wanted to go. They wanted to go home. Okay, let yeah. me get off my soapbox. <laughs> I understand. I mean, everybody wants to go home, but you know that's what you signed up for. Right. And that kind of work, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, oh, over to you, Papa Didi. Oh, I got to work. Yeah, you got to work. Okay, uh, this, this is concerning a Tennessee uh, school officer dragged a black student by, by, by his hair. His hair, wow, okay. Anyway, the, uh, this incident uh, captured on both cell phone and body cam footage at a Tennessee high school is gaining traction online. In a video, a black student is being reprimanded by a white school coach for wanting to play uh, basketball instead of kickball during gym. All right, let me, let me read that again. A black student is being reprimanded by a white school coach for wanting to play basketball instead of kickball during gym class. Okay? So this is the reason for the escalation of this situation. All right, when a coach cannot get the student to comply, he called for backup from a school security guard. Now, mind you, this is a student, okay? You calling for backup like the boy just robbed a bank. Exactly. All right? 
All right. Now, the student, 18-year-old, uh, his name is Tetris Slay, Slage. Now, he probably was a, you know, taller guy, and he's scared to death. You got the gun and everything. He just got himself, and you scared to death, you know. He's eventually dragged down a set of bleachers by yeah. Detective Tyler McRae, according to Tennessee news station uh, Local 4. And the incident happened on September 20th at the East Ridge High School. The shocking, the, the shocking situation went on for over an hour. And it's caught on both uh, people's cell phones and the body cam. All right, the video shows a verbal dispute between Sledge and McRae when the teen telling the deputy that he was, uh, he, he's five seconds to get his hands off of him. He's giving him five. The teen told the deputy he has five seconds to get his hands off him. Okay. During this portion of the confrontation, they were standing on the gym court. The lengthy video was edited online, but it appears that at one point the Tennessee team removed himself from the situation to take a seat at the top of the bleachers. Up top of the bleachers. Oh, that's how he got up. Now, I guess he was cooling off or whatever, but uh, next thing you know, uh, McRae went after him, and he said he grabbed him by his hair and dragged him down the bleacher steps. So he said, I'm giving you a lawful order to get up and come on. You know, after he dragged him on the steps, he yells that at him, you know. Take your backpack off. We're fixing to go to jail, the deputy tells the team. All right, when Sledge refused to get up, he is pepper sprayed and dragged by the hair down the bleachers. Sled also arrested him and charged him with disorderly contact, resisting arrest, and assault. Assault? Yeah. But who did he assault? <laughs> An internal investigation has been started, according to the Hamilton uh, County Sheriff, Austin uh, Grant, on September 23rd. There was a student walkout protest by the deputy, according to the, in, in lieu of the uh, deputy's actions. So, uh, famed civil rights, crazy. now famed civil rights attorney, you know, your boy uh, Benjamin Crump, he condemned the deputy's actions in his, in his tweet on Monday the 26th. A Tennessee school resource officer grabbed a high school student, uh, Terry Slade, by the neck and dragged him down the bleachers at an argument over the choice of not to play kickball. Even worse, Churches is facing charges despite being brutalized by the SRO. This is what Crump said, who was supposed to protect him, he wrote. All right? So. This is crazy. What do y'all think about that? This is crazy. How you going to dra- wait a minute? What was this guy's name? Because I got to put him on the case. Uh, McCray. 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 Yeah. Okay. That's his last name. And that was in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. He's a school resource officer. SRO. Are you put him All on right. the list? <laughs> a- absolutely. Hmm. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. And what I start- what I was going to say is that this is just. Unnecessary. First of all, he was the one, the, ten, the the student is the one that was assaulted. How are they charging him with assault? Mm. They're charging the student? Yeah. I mean, he might have tried mm-hmm. to defend himself after the dude grabbed him by his hair and dragged him down the bleachers. That had to hurt. Mm-hmm. This is barbaric. I mean, you don't treat anybody like that. It's crazy. But my question is, what does the SRO 
have to do with the choice of activities in the yard? Aren't you supposed to be patrolling school? I mean, how many roles is this guy? So. How many roles is this guy playing? See, the, you know, that kind of goes back to where they can't hire anybody these days. Nobody wants to be in that whole teacher situation at all. So they get these little, mm-hmm. you know, right wing cops and say, "Well, look, we need you to be. We'll, we'll pay you. We'll pay you a hundred thousand dollars." You'd be the SRO, and uh, also you could be the yard coordinator. And, you know what I mean, they got all these hats they're wearing. But when he said, mm-hmm. I, I gave you a lawful order, I'm yeah. like, who's law? You're a resource wow. officer. You're That's not what I'm saying. But, but he's, yeah, right, right. He's a resource officer, but he also has, they also probably have some employed to do casual stuff there at the, in the, uh, so you, all I'm saying is that you wouldn't be worrying about somebody playing basketball instead of kickball if you're just a, the teacher go complain to you. It sounds like the SRO gave him the order to do that. Where's the teacher at in charge, the real teacher in charge of telling these kids what to do and handling accordingly when they don't do it? You can't just whoop mm. somebody's ass because they didn't do it. I mean, what? Yeah, that whole thing is Something's crazy. missing. The, the principal's missing. You know, an actual mm. certified teacher's missing. Something is missing in this story, or the SROs just walk around like like they're the shit, and you know they just yeah we run all this, you know from the, mm-hmm. like you know from the pillar yeah. to the post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something is definitely wrong in that situation. Yeah, I agree. You're probably right, Papa. Just the way they act. Yeah, they just think they... Yeah, they probably had two or three tasks. Crank. Oh, well, yeah. did it. Well, Crank. Okay, we'll pay some extra money. Just coordinate that thing. And he said, all right, we're we going we gonna to play some kickball. And, you know, he probably didn't want to play no little lame-ass kickball. I, mean, I don't know. Well, it sounds mm. like that, that SRO is just power tripping. He's up in there acting yeah. like, you know... I'm the law up in here, and what I say goes, and you're going to listen to me or else. Okay. I got him on the kiss it list. I'm upset okay. now about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone has any comments, you can call in, 914-803-4306. Press 1. Give us your comments. We're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back. On the other side of the break with a much-needed cocktail of the week with Kettle. So, Kettle, get your ice, get your glass, and be ready on the other side of the break. And we'll be right back. You are listening to the Original Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. Every Friday night at 9 p.m., you can talk with Papa Didi, Red Wine, and myself, Kettle, about our in-focus topics of the week, lighten it up with our weird news, our off-chain commentaries, also our unusual kiss-it list, and more. You can even call in with your own topic. We don't care. We just want to talk. Remember, PJs only, no clothes allowed. Join us every Friday night, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and bring your favorite cocktail, because that's what we do. Cheers.
Hi, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bon soir, darling. All right, Kettle, take it away. Mm-hmm. It's time for the cocktail of the week. Week, week. I what think you got? You're already ready here. Um, of course we're this ready. Is, of course, this is called, this is a good one here, called the Ginger Devil. It's made with Rocca Patron Silver. I think this is the elite of the elite. Rocca, R-O-C-A Patron Silver. Very, looks very nice. I like, I love the bottle. Um, but this is the uh, Ginger Devil. Okay, this is going to make a large pitcher. Um, eight ounces of a ginger sliced into thin coins, four cups of water, two cups of sugar, one pinch of salt, one teaspoon of whole cloves, and 0.5 teaspoons of allspice berries. Now, this is the ginger um, spice syrup that you're making. Okay. Um, the ginger devil cocktail um, consists of 1.5 ounces of the Rocco Patron Silver Tequila, 0.5 ounces of spiced ginger syrup, the one we just made, 0.75 ounces of lime juice, one splash of cream de cassis. Uh, cream de cassis is a sweet, dark red liqueur made of black uh, currant berries. Um, also, two to three ounces of spicy ginger beer to top it off. A lid, wow. uh, I'm sorry, a lime wedge or a wheel for garnish. Yep. So we're gonna um, to make the cocktail. We're gonna mix the tequila, ginger syrup, cream to cheese, and lime juice in an ice filled shaker, and shake for about ten seconds. Strain over ice in a tall Collins glass and top with the ginger beer. Of course, as a garnish with the lime wheel or wedge, and serve. So that is called the Ginger Devil. So it sounds very wow. refreshing. Interesting name. <laughs> amazing. So mm-hmm. is it red? Um, yes, it is. Yes. Okay. It sounded yeah. like it. Okay. With the cream, the the uh, right? With the liqueur, yeah, because it's made out of the um, blackberry kawans. Uh, okay. It's red in color, yeah. So, yeah, it's very refreshing. It sounds yeah. fabulous. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. All right. And the cocktail well. of the week is brought to you by Kettle and DC Homegrown Entertainment, our parent company. All right, we're going to kick it over to you, Papa Didi. For, okay. uh What's popping? What's popping, Papa Didi? Mm. Well, I'll tell you what. Talk to us. There's a lot going on today. Mm-hmm. You know. I heard uh, just briefly, you know, uh, the segue on what we were talking about. I heard um, the mayor of D.C. talk about that she was building something uh, at one, some kind of rec center. I don't know if you heard about that in D.C. They're building some type of state of the arts rec center or what have you. And the first thing she said, which I kind of disagreed with, is that so we got this here, this here, and we got some basketball courts in there. I think it's about four or five basketball courts going to be in there. And to me, I just feel like you know, you know, we we're so we are so OD'd on basketball as as young black children. It's not even funny, you know. 
And then when you do put a basketball court in somewhere and it's kind of open and free for people to come in and play, you know, the real children don't even get a chance to take advantage of it because the older adults or the not older, older adults, but the, the young adults that are more, you know, aggressive, they got it. And the young kids may want to shoot a ball up there. They can't get a, you know, a, a word of play in edgewise because mm-hmm. the guys that are playing are bullies and they're hogging the basketball. You know, and we, we are, you know, we, we've been watching basketball courts and recreation centers for years or just in areas and playgrounds and everything, you know, and they say that, you know, a lot of black people can't swim because we don't get the opportunity of a damn swimming pool. So you look up and, you know, 17 years comes real fast, you know, for a child between the age of 6 and 17. It comes real fast. And by the time you look up, they're 14 years old and they've never been in, in a public pool. You know, practice makes perfect, especially when it comes to swimming and water survival. You know, and we just don't get that enough. So all this space you're doing for that big-ass four-court basketball court official, and she's, you know, the mayor was saying, it'd be an official basketball court. Uh, with four different courts in here. and blah, blah, blah. Why don't you just dig a hole and build a fucking swimming pool? <laughs> what the hell? I mean, it's, it's this pool is just as big as the, the, the full court basketball court you put in there. I mean, give us something to do and get you some lifeguards and everything and just give us a new experience. Give us something new. Give us some shit that we don't do all the time. You know, you got to do it intentionally. You know, I, I'm not saying we got to be like, white folks and go canoeing and all that shit. You know, we ain't got to go crazy with it, you know. And I think that skiing is another choice sport. You know what I mean? I don't think that people should just ski so they think they belong to something because you could fuck your ankle up with that bullshit. Anyway, that was just a side note on that. <laughs> but uh, anyway. on roller skates. Yeah. Anyway, getting off of that subject, I just wanted to segue on the situation y'all were saying about basketball, how basketball can also be a hindrance because that young man right there wanted to play basketball mm-hmm. you know and you know we just we get so prone on that that's become our norm and it's not you know we we ain't gonna be making no michael jordan money so i wouldn't even sell your kids that dream you know let's say good as hell uh but the other thing i want to speak on was those miami dolphins man they i'll me elaborate on that a little more later on with living for the city but, you know, just like that brother filed that lawsuit against the NFL and the owners of Miami Dolphins when they fired him for no damn reason, but they just as crooked as hell again. Because the quarterback, Tua, comes Sunday, he busted his ass, got tackled, hit his head, stood up, legs was wobbling. If you get a video, look at Tua, Tua, Tua Viola, I think. How you, I can't pronounce his last name too cool, but his name is Tua, you know, T-U-A. He went to uh, Alabama and all that stuff. You know, he was a you know, star quarterback and all. But he always been accident-prone his whole career. But um, this man, Sunday, playing against Buffalo Bills. They pushed him back. He banged his head. He got up, kind of shook it off. He walked about two steps and started wobbling and fell again. And then got up and, and they said he, they went back to the locker room Sunday and they said it was just that now the lion ass, Miami Dolphins now, they got a lawsuit already with the brother that they fired as a coach. Tua comes back saying it was just an ankle situation and he had a, a back problem. So he played again the rest of the game. They ended up losing. 
But anyway, come last night, Thursday night, you probably didn't see the game Thursday. It was uh, it was the uh, Miami Dolphins playing the Cincinnati Bengals. It's on Amazon Prime. So if you don't have Amazon Prime, you can see it tonight on the NFL Network. But anyway, hmm. he got knocked down last night, and they had to take him to the hospital because he didn't get up. And when he got knocked down, he got hit in the same place he got hit Sunday, and they didn't take him out. But when he got knocked down last night, his fingers kind of crinkled like a, you know, like somebody's doing a, you know, like kind of Spider-Man move. His his fingers stuck in place. It's kind of weird to see. If you pull up any sports channel or something, you'll see the Sunday fall and you'll see last night's fall. So two is out, you know. But the the whole whole scandal is the fact that the Miami Dolphins were so racist with this brother that they fired. And now they just as crooked as hell because they got a new coach now. He doesn't even look like a coach. He looks like a damn accountant. <laughs> you know, this guy named uh, McDaniel, I think his name is, the coach of the Miami Dolphins. He's somebody. He, when he goes to a press conference, he can't even look forward. Okay, he looks down, and they, they you know, they got a little non-threatening guy. In fact, he's uh, biracial. His mother's white and his father's black. And um, he, he looks very, you know, yeah, very timid guy and, and he's he's already lying for the owner again. Just like the brother they fired exposed the owner. Now the owner is lying about Tua situation. What's going to show you that you know once you're a crook, you're a crook. Mm-hmm. And the Miami Dolphins are they were they were three and zero, but they lost last night to um, Cincinnati. I think they're going to lose the next three or four games because they lost their flair. You know they lost their respect. And when you lose your respect, you know you ain't really worth a shit. You know. Mm. It's almost like shedding 50 pounds, you know. But Miami's going to go at least, you know, right now they're uh, one and three. I think they're going to go at least at least three and five, something to that nature. It's going to be it's going to be deep. They're going to lose a couple of games because with two being out and the scandal on why y'all didn't take him out, and the young coach is lying his ass off. The owner who's full of shit already got lost. The Miami Dolphins are shoo. They're a mess. They're a mess. Just you know, it picks up from last year. And if you don't clean your house, you know your house ain't gonna never be clean. It ain't gonna clean itself. And the one thing you don't do, you don't clean for company. You know what I mean? Clean your shit regularly the way you're supposed to clean it. Don't clean because you got some company coming over. That's bullshit. Or the term sweeping stuff under a rug. That's bullshit too. But anyway, I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay. Get off my soapbox. Oh. For the sake of cleanliness. Yeah. I got you. As opposed to trying to be impressive for that moment, you know. Mm. All right. Papa Didi giving orders now. Clean your crap up because it's the right <laughs> thing to do. All right. Can we can yeah, we but, lighten it up yet? Yeah, but keep your eye on those Miami Dolphins because they got issues. Mm. You got a good record. They picked up that boy, the cheetah, from um, Kansas City, you know, Hill. Fast as hell, real good. But uh, keep eye on them because they got they got issues. Anyway, let's go to uh, going to the weird news. Going to lighten it up, and I'm gonna okay. jump in first. Here's the one that's kind of weird and crazy. This one is a uh, Lidl. I don't know how many people have a Lidl near them. Um, Lidl is one of my favorite stores. I like Lidl. Grocery store. Yeah, it's a grocery store. But Lidl has been ordered to melt the bunnies, melt them down. Chocolate bunnies. 
the Swiss firm, that's where Lidl is, uh, they're a Swiss company. The Swiss firm has argued that its gold-wrapped Easter rabbit deserved copyright protection from a similar product sold by the budget supermarket. Switzerland's highest court agreed and overturned a ruling last year by the country's commercial court that sided with Lidl. And it ordered that all imitation bunnies be destroyed, but suggested that the chocolate doesn't have to be wasted. They said just melt it down. So what happened was what had happened was they had these chocolate bunnies in this gold wrapper with a red bow or something that looked just like lint. Lint L I N D T that company. Lidl's looked just like lint and lint was like Y'all not going to do that and get away with it. So the whole thing went to the court in Switzerland, and uh, the court said to Lidl, melt the bunnies. Because y'all know you're wrong, melt the bunnies. So they said, destroy, but don't just throw them out. You can melt the chocolate and use it for something else. Now, I don't know exactly how that works, because it seems to me that's like if you had a bunch of Hershey's bars and they said, you you did Hershey's knockoff bars and called it whatever Hershey's, mm-hmm. and you got busted. And the and the judge said you got to melt them down. Now, if they're already wrapped and packaged and processed, how does that work? You got to unwrap all of that stuff, throw it all back in a big vat or something, melt it down, and make some other candy with it. I don't know. Is that something that has to be done, or are they just saying that hypothetically? Or? No, they told them you have to melt them. You cannot sell them. So they said you don't have to throw them out. I mean, you can if you want to. You just throw your money away. But they said, look, instead of just destroying them, you can melt them How many do you have? and repurpose it. Thousands and thousands. Thousands of these little bunnies. All right, so after you melt it down, what are you doing with the chocolate? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. They can make some other candy with it, put oh. it in another shape, and rewrap it. But my question is, who would want that? That judge is crazy. I don't want any repurposed chocolate. That's like, like that, chocolate almost. That's not good on sanitary because once, like you said, once it's processed and packaged. You, you exactly. can unpackage that and, and, and remelt it. I mean, that's a funny story, but I'm just saying. Y'all shouldn't have never I wouldn't want it. He just got caught. <laughs> exactly. You have to say that it's re, re, refurbished or you're going to say something. You can't just sell and resell something. I, so, I don't yeah. It seems like to that's me crazy. I would have petitioned the court to say, well, can we just give it away? But I cannot see unwrapping all this chocolate, melt it down, and pour it in some other shape or form or mold or something and, you know, mm-hmm. like make chocolate, you know, reindeers or something. I, I don't know. I just thought that sounded real crazy. And uh, it went on mm-hmm. to say that this is not the first copycat legal dispute because Aldi mm-hmm. got busted. Uh, Aldi ran into an agreement where they were – uh, let me see if I get it right now. Aldi, earlier this year, let's see, claiming that Cuthbert cake was too similar to their Colin the Caterpillar. So, hmm. you know, this kind of stuff happens, <laughs> but I'm still stuck mm-hmm. on what are they going to do if they melt that chocolate? I know I don't want it. Why? But, you know, they said, I'm picking them all these. They have, 
I was reading somewhere on the um, on the web that Audi has some of the best chocolates on the holidays. So, huh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I won't be buying any bit. chocolate from Lidl. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pass. Right. I like their other products, but I will not buy the chocolate. Okay. Um, I got the next one. Animals Gone Buck Wild and On the Loose. Okay. Uh-oh. A large pot-bellied pig, oh, here we go again, has been wandering Alabama neighborhoods for nearly a week. And for <laughs> authorities, neighborhood says the animal has eluded all capture attempts. Residents captured video of the pig darting through their Shenandoah Road neighborhood in Mobile this week and witnesses said the porky trespasser was surprisingly fast. <laughs> Uh, police in Arkansas uh, were flagged down by the bystanders to deal with a pair of peacocks wandering loose in the parking lot. So the Jonesboro Police Department said officers were flagged down Wednesday by witnesses outside a skin med spa in Jonesboro. Officers contained the peacocks in the parking lot until personal personnel from um, Jonesboro Animal Control got them and later reunited them with their owners. Um, environmental okay. authorities and oh, these are different ones. Okay, environmental authorities in Hurley, New York, were called when a vehicle owner found a bear had closed itself inside their SUV. New York State oh police God. shut down Route 28 and used their vehicles to create a, a funnel so the bear would flee in a safe direction. They used a rope to open the back hatch of the SUV to allow the bear to exit unharmed. And lastly, residents of Ontario neighborhood say they were able to wrangle one of two loose goats seen wandering the area. Um, Somebody, Miss Alicia of Cambridge, said she and five neighbors went to action when the two goats were seen wandering around the home. The, The group was able to get a leash onto one, but the second goat, a black and white one, head into the forest area in their backyards and got away. Eventually that goat was captured and returned to his home at a nearby farm. Damage was no damage was done. Okay, these so these are different incidents in different places, I think. Okay. Wow. It's a lot going on. <laughs> animals so what is going on sure. with the animals? Uh, gone wild. I guess they look. They died of being caged up. They said, "Okay, time for me to escape." Mm. So, different parts okay. of the region: New York, Ontario, Alabama. Uh, you know, different places. So, oh well. So that was a pig. That's, what was it? A pig, a bear, a goat, and what a was peacock. the other one? Peacock. A peacock. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good gracious. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My goodness. Look, All Lisa, right. Lisa's not no zebras. We have zebras on this end. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I remember that. Um, I do remember the zebras on the run. Mm-hmm. All right, Papa Didi. What's your weirdness? What you got? Uh, this, this is kind of crazy. This is a, you know, French Bulldogs are real popular nowadays. Oh, yeah. French Bulldog breeder was shocked uh, that the puppy was born a bright green color. i like to see huh. that. I have to pull it up on the internet. An Alabama dog breeder uh, was in for quite a shock when he discovered that his French bulldog gave birth to a bright green puppy. 
Uh, his name is Mark Riffin. He was surprised when his dog, Faya, who was supposed to give birth via C-section. I didn't know dogs did C-section. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Managed, she, she managed to deliver pups on her own. But after one of the pups died, okay, Faya rushed her to the vet so she can have the rest of the babies at the vet. And she had eight babies in total, okay? Mm. As for the little one coated in light green, the, the little one came out coated in like a light green cue, like a cue ball. Light and everything else. So Russian believe at first that it just need to be clean after after coming out of the birth canal and all that jazz. But uh, a couple of these ladies said the color still didn't come out. So he told the uh, he told the outlet that uh, when I first saw the uh, the dog, I thought it was dirty because it was just born and all. And he took it home and let the mother clean it, and the mother cleaned it, and it still stayed light green. So. It That's appears weird. that it's a is a infrequent phenomenon. It supposedly occur when puppies uh, interact with uh, like this is a weird type of colored dog, another dog, a uh, light green beetle or something to that effect. So, mm-hmm. so uh, you know, it's uh, this shocked him out of his gore. So, and the dog know. was green. Yeah, light green. Light green. It's probably on the internet somewhere. I wonder if it's going to stay that color or if it'll grow out yeah, of it. So far. Wow. I wonder if it'll be accepted or will it be segregated? Or yeah, that's true. They, I don't know, know if dogs are <laughs> racist or not. Well, no, not racist, but they, you know, like even dogs, black dogs are the last ones you can give away. You know, it's really weird. You'd be surprised. That color aspect is all over. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. Okay. All right, well, that wraps up the weird news. Let's see. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're coming back with what's next? You. Oh, with uh, I'm Just Saying. Uh, it's the Pajama Party Show. If you want to call and give a comment, the number is 914-803-4306. You can give us a call. Press 1. And press 1. That's right, mm-hmm. Papa D. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're coming back with I'm Just Saying with Red Wine. That's me on the other side of the break. So I was looking over the Cocktail of the Week archives, and we've had so many really great drinks over the past year and a half. We've had our original signature drink called the Pajama Party and a Game Changer, and of course we have the last word. I like the Revolution. It was Hennessy, lemon and lime juice, agave juice, and bitters with jalapeno slices. Ooh-wee! I like that Crown Royal Flush with the Crown Royal Peach Nuts and Cranberry Juice. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorites huh, was the, uh, wait a minute, what's it called? The Dutch Mule, yeah, the Dutch Mule with the kettle orange vodka, lime juice, and ginger beer. There are so many to choose from on the abajamaparty.com website. So check out the Cocktail of the Week archives to get the recipe. And you can find out how to make the cocktail of the week and sip along with us. Are there instructions there, too? Sure they are, along with pictures of the drink so you know exactly what it's supposed to look like. So what's that y'all got in your glass? This is a boomerang. Uh, well, I got a kinky read over here. And I got the ABS. Get the recipes at www.abajamaparty.com and click on Cocktail of the Week. Cheers!
Hi, welcome back to John Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kevin. Hello. Red one. I'm bonsoir, darling. Woo. Okay, well. All right, so I'm going to turn over to... What's your name, Red One? <laughs> you know my name. Don't even play. <laughs> I'm just saying. What's going on? What you got for us? You know what? I- I'm going to just be quick. But I came across some information where a U.S. judge today dismissed Mexico's $10 billion, would it be, $10 billion lawsuit seeking, uh, they're trying to hold the United States gun manufacturers responsible for the trafficking of all these weapons across the border from the U.S. to Mexico. And what I'm trying to understand is, number one, are you serious? $10 billion, you want to sue the United States gun makers? Not that I'm an advocate for the United States gun makers, but I'm just saying, Mexico, are you serious? With all the cocaine and heroin and drugs that y'all traffic across the border, you have the audacity to want to sue the U.S. gun makers? Because you say, oh, well, these guns are being used by the drug cartel. I'm like, but they would, there wouldn't be a drug cartel if y'all could get a grip on the drugs. How you going to sue the gun manufacturers talking about when it's supplying the guns to the cartel? The cartel only exists because they're pumping drugs across the border to the U.S. and other countries. I'm like, y'all need to stop tripping. $10 billion? And it was companies like Smith & Wesson and uh, what's the other one, Behringer and all of those different gun manufacturers. I mean, they're happy. They're happy as a clam because they feel like they dodged a bullet. I'm not saying that they should be celebrating, but I am saying Mexico got a lot of nerve to want to come after the U.S. gun makers because you're pissed about the guns coming in Mexico. I'm pissed about the drugs coming out of Mexico. That's really pretty much all I'm saying. How are you going to sue somebody for $10 billion and look at all the people dying? What about fentanyl? Fentanyl's coming up out of Mexico. It used to be the heroin and the cocaine. Now we got fentanyl, artificial fentanyl. People are dropping like flies. And this stuff, a lot of it is coming from Mexico. Hola. So don't come up with all of this, oh, now you want to be righteously indignant over the guns being trafficked how about you get a grip and control over the gun uh, the the drugs coming up out of your country you know what about don't throw stones when you live in a drug infested house how about that i'm just saying mexico you need to go shut up and sit down get your own house in order before you start trying to regulate somebody else's that's all i'm saying i'm gonna be quick that's it this is red wine. I'm just saying, Mexico, don't try it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, where, where is that even coming from? How is Mexico coming for the guns and y'all pump, pumping drugs? Nigga, I mean, see, they gonna make me say the n word. Uh uh-uh. uh. Don't go so hard on Mexico. I don't need my avocados. I, I I love avocados. All I'm saying is, don't come for the U.S. when you got bull crap coming out your joint. 
Papa uh, uh, D, they got avocados in Peru. You ever seen any commercials? What's up? Come on, from Peru. Yeah. They come from Mexico too. <laughs> avocados uh, from Mexico. I've seen that commercial. Best ones in Peru. Best ones in Peru. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know where you come from. I know some of them come from Mexico. Lonzy and the produce department in Wedmans when I get there. I don't care where they come from. Anyway, uh, that was good. I'm just saying. That's yeah, they cool. did. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, double standard going on. Well, all right. We'll keep it moving. Uh, yeah. Living for the city, Papa Diddy. Yeah, you know, I want to speak on... What's happening in the city? I want to speak, well, right here in the living room on Sunday. What I want to speak on is the disrespect that's given... Well, right now it's happening to Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. And then you got another sister coming out with a show uh, called East New York. Another another young sister coming out with another cop story. Her and that guy, uh, Smith, or Smite, he's been on cop shows for years. Jimmy Smith? Yeah, Jimmy yeah. Smith. Oh. Yeah, he's been on okay. cop shows for years. But anyway, the problem with the Sunday night stuff on CBS, <clears throat> with especially uh, Queen Latifah with... Uh, uh, what is it called? The uh, Equalizer comes on eight o'clock, and they're gonna have this other show. They squeeze another one in with um, the young sister with uh, East New York come on nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. But by the time you go to watch it on your VC your DVR, it's not gonna be on there. Something else is gonna be on there. By the time you go look on there, it's it's not on the slot that you wanted to be on because every Sunday. Damn near every Sunday gets messed up when it comes to programming. Because you got the football game first, the second game of the evening comes on 425. Now that game can run into overtime or whatever, stretch out for whatever reason. But it's not so much the game. When the game is over, then they got to do a little post show. Okay? Talk about little stuff that happened during the game, yada, 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 yada. Hey, we turn you down, then the NFL says, thank you for watching NFL. Bing, bang, boom, big old NFL comes on, and it goes off. Now, at this time, it's, it's at least, you know, I don't know, whatever. Then they got to throw 60 minutes on, okay? Hmm. So 60 minutes gets up in there. So 60 minutes comes on. Now, 60 minutes is supposed to come on at 7 o'clock and run till 8. But 60 Minutes never comes on at 7 o'clock. Never, 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 never. Because the damn football game ain't over till 7.30. Hmm. So by the time 60 Minutes comes on at 7.30, quarter to 8, that just kicks Queen Latifah in the ass. Knocks her right out of the spot and you reserve for her on your DVR. Now let's uh-huh. say you work 3.11 you come back in the evening and you want to watch. You, you know, came in 11.30, 12 o'clock at night, you know. And you got all your shit in front of you that made you a salad, whatever, when you get off work. And and you sit down and hit, hit your, B, your DVR. It says equalizer because that's what you programmed to record. You pull it up and you're somewhere between the 11 o'clock news and, and, and something else. It's like you, you've been pushed back so far. You Oh, it's, it's crazy. And this goes on constantly. And I, I've seen on my own DVR. It's like, damn, I can't even record it. That's rough. It gets destroyed every week. Now, my, my, I said all that to say, does CBS not know this is happening to people's DVRs? 
or they just give a shit about the, uh, everybody now got the plus channels, okay? The plus channels is to give people that don't want to buy cable, go ahead and pay a little four ninety nine a month. You know, because if you, some people can be anti-cable, I understand it. But the one thing about life today, you got to have some kind of internet in your house. You need some kind of Wi-Fi for anything. Wi-Fi got us all by the kahunas, you know what I mean? Ain't nothing we can do. We are hanging upside down by the kahunas. Now, whether you get a cheap Wi-Fi or more expensive, whether you go to Verizon or Comcast or Cox or whatever you use, I recommend that you get a decent Wi-Fi service, okay? Just for the sake of watching your stuff or get on the computer and have a, a halfway decent time of enjoying whatever you're doing, internet, watching, whatever whatever you're doing, you know, even on your TV. Because nowadays with smart TVs, you can get around a lot of stuff. You can get around getting cable, but then you got to get this antenna and try to get that to work somehow outside or inside, and that's a hassle. But then you can get your friends to give you whatever people do with the passwords and all that. But they're, they're cracking down on that. So do that as soon as you can because by the time 2023 get here, Netflix going to be charging everybody a little extra money and everything goes on. But like I said, the plus thing is big nowadays. Everybody's doing a plus thing. It's like an extra thing where they can get subscribers and how much money they're making. So that's why they didn't care about Queen Latifah being kicked off the DVR because of the football game in 60 minutes, could have said, oh, CBS says, just go over to Paramount. You know? ABC has their plus station. ESPN has their plus station. BT plus. NFL just came out of NFL plus. I'm like, I can't fit none of this shit on my TV no more. Where the hell am I going to fit this plus stuff I already got? You name it, they got the live TV. I mean, I have a, um, what's that called, Roku? Rokio. Roku, Roku, how you pronounce it? Roku. Roku, Roku TV. I think Roku TVs are the best TVs to get. Okay, and I'm not trying to be a a sponsor or, or a general speaker for them, but Roku TVs give you the ability to already have stations in their program. It's so easy to program all your little stations in there. The live TV box provides just a broad thing of that. Then you can match your TV to your cell phone where they call it, where you mirror your TV and then you can get channels. Oh, I'm telling you, there's so much crap going on with the TV, man. The TV then became a monster. You know, but you need Wi-Fi. Okay? The antenna for regular local channels, but you need Wi-Fi. Then you got Hulu that gives you, like I said, there's so many damn channels. It's crazy. I don't know how any of them survive. I mean, everybody's taking advantage of the population because they all want to make money and they all want you to sign up with them. But it's so much out there. I mean, the TV is just loaded, loaded with stuff, you know, between Netflix, uh, Amazon Plus, you name it. You name it. I mean, I can go on and on with regular networks on your regular channels, but then you got your other outside stuff. Not to mention HBO and, and Showtime, hell, they done fell into the abyss. You know what I mean? They're not even they're popular anymore. They're like, somebody said, oh, that's on, oh, it's on HBO? Oh, damn. I don't have HBO. Wait a minute. How the hell do I not have HBO? And I got 400 other damn channels. So it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. 
TV's crazy. Anyway, strap on tight because uh, TV done lost his mind. I'm going to leave it at that. But, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're right. It's a whole lot of TV. TV's a mess. But you can be entertained. So, I, so, so after that, I guess now you have to, what, give time, like extra time for certain things you're saying, kind of? Because yeah, you, you have to give exactly extra time for it. Off? You gotta, you gotta record. If you're gonna record, like I said, the show that came on after, coming on after Equalizer called East New York with another young black woman that you may want to support. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to record them up till twelve thirty, twelve o'clock, twelve midnight, one o'clock in the morning. But oh, you're not okay. gonna see gotcha. what you're seeing. It may say the eleven o'clock news. You click on the news when you go to look at your programs. It may say eleven o'clock news. And it's actually the equalizer because it came on 11. Mm-hmm. So that was what was on. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, everything got pushed. Everything got backed everything up. Got and it's bad yeah. work. And I'm just wondering if, if Queen Latifah knows that this is happening in the market because you you, she'll say, well, if you can't watch me, you know, because even she's sitting on, on a Jimmy Fallon show, The Night Show or something, she'll sit there on the couch and say, well, if you can't check out my show, DVR it. Well, honey, we can't DVR because the shit don't match because mm-hmm. the NFL in 60 minutes will push you back into the gutter. Mm-hmm. You know, you're coming on at midnight. If the game goes but you long. Know what? And, in, in, you know. I mean, in the past, they used to cut it off. Like if, um, especially an NFL game, they would switch you over to another game. They didn't care if that game wasn't finished, you know. So now it's like, you know, are they paying, are these people paying extra for them to stay on longer? No, but they're gonna they're gonna run the games until they're over. Any any mm-hmm. game, any NFL game that's still playing, that's in that particular market, they're gonna switch it over and go to different mm-hmm. games. And even they'll, they'll know what they're even doing the NFL now. If a game is a blowout, they'll switch to mm-hmm. another game because they're all all the games are floating around the network, and whatever one's gonna wow. draw interest and grab interest, they they go with. It. I mean, the NFL are they are mad. Remember I talked about it last week on how different yeah. people are getting a cut of, a cut of the game. You know what you I know? call mm-hmm. I said they're money grabbing whores. Oh, the NFL is a mess. <laughs> they got all the money. They got all the money. <laughs> they are. Yeah. They got the and money. And now they're on Amazon now. Uh, yeah, Thursday yeah. night. Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Money grabbing That's what I'm whores. saying. When I was talking about the tour, they got hurt. He got hurt last night. If you don't have Amazon Plus, Amazon uh, was a prime video, you're not going to see that game on Thursday. But you'll see it tonight mm-hmm. on the NFL Network. And stuff like if that. If you have that. If you have the NFL mm-hmm. Network. I'm, I'm telling you, boy, you got to dig deep mm-hmm. nowadays. You want to get some regular TV, boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So much competition, I guess. Yeah. I tell you. Yeah. Got to have celebrity status to get to all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And speaking of celebrities, way. we're coming up on uh, <laughs> Kettle and Hollywood Rapper. Uh, right, let's see. You want to take a people? break, Kettle? Okay, yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Kettle and her Great. All right, we'll take a break, and then we're coming back right. with the latest and the greatest of what's going on in the entertainment industry. Kettle got all the deeds for you. We'll be right back with all that information. It's the pajama party. This is the pajama party on Blog Talk Radio. 
The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. And tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the Pajama Party. So call us now. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Is it tea time, darling? You're listening to the Pajama Party Late Night Adult Talk Show. We've added a new segment to the show called the Kiss It List. Every week, we put people on this list who have done dumb stuff or have been irritating or just gotten on out of your nerves. So we call them out and put them on the Kiss It list, and we tell you why. If you have somebody you want to add to our Kiss It list, hit us on Twitter at Party and use hashtag KissIt, and we'll add them to the list. If you prefer to email your contenders, send them to info at apajamaparty.com. We'll call them out every Friday night at the end of the show, so get those names in. Now, let's get back to the Pajama Party crew and more of the show. DJ, would you mind turning it up a notch? Oh, how rude! Oh, you're on the kiss it list. Alright, welcome back to the John Party. One of your Papa DJ, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Ah, bonsoir, darling. It's time for Kettle and the Hollywood wrap-up. Go for it, Papa Diddy. All right, here we go. (laughs) Hollywood, pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa, Hollywood. That's our little budget program. We have to sing our own jingles. What you got going on? And go. All right. Um, Evan, well, just recently heard her name in the news. Um, she's in the news. What's this? Focus, focus. This new. Uh, uh, it's not a new, but it's a movie. Um, they did it 29 years ago, and they redoing it. Um, this is part two. Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, well, recently she vanished from the New York City Ballet Fall Fashion Gala on Wednesday, minutes after arriving due to a sudden devastating family issue. The Sex and the City stars has now confirmed that the heartbreaking news that her stepfather, Paul Giffen, has died at age 76. So I believe she was she was going to get a special award at this particular gala that she created or uh, co-founded on, and uh, she had to leave abruptly. Um, it says her... Mom, Barbara Parker, divorced her father when she was three years old and uh, married um, the gentleman, Paul um, Forster. Um, he worked as a truck driver and an account executive. Interesting. So she had to leave um, short notice. Um, cause they, she, she was at a um, movie premiere the day before, so they were trying to figure out what was going on, and, and that, that was the news. It was unfortunate. Also, um, Valerie Burton Nellis 
uh, and uh, her husband, um, they're officially divorced. Their marriage is over. This is her second marriage. The actor oh, wow. and Food Network star, Italian financial planner, have settled their divorce. The case was settled with private uh, judge in L.A. court. Um, and this says um, they had a prenup as well. And documents filed in July and obtained by today, Vitaly's lawyers argued about the validity of the prenuptial agreement and asked to receive $50,000 a month in spousal report. Really? Don't wow. be greedy now. Don't, don't do that now. Mm. Um, Nelly's legal team asked the court to hold a separate hearing on the validity of the documents. Uh, as their settlement was reached out of court, the details were not publicly available. So, girlfriend, you know, she has the Valerie's Home Cooking. I really enjoy that cooking show. Um, they got married in 2011, and they have no children. But, you know, Bert Nelly has a, a 31-year-old son from Wolfgang Van Halen, and she was married right. to him, um, her ex-husband, right? And, and they divorced back in 2007. So she's like, look, this is it. That's it. She's not getting married no more. She's not interested in getting married, and but even but that's all, folks. So okay, she's gonna she hold on her fortune. <laughs> I don't blame her, you know. Uh, yeah. Time, time to move on. Um, also, Trevor Noah, he's leaving the Daily Show. Um, he's hosted um, after what seven years. The host took over for John Stewart in 2015, and he says, "My time is up." The comedian announced the news during Thursday's episode of the Comedy Central Late Night Series. Uh, he debuted on September 28, 2015. Wow. Uh, following the departure of John Stewart. I wonder what is John Stewart doing now? Oh, he's he's being uh, he's an activist, right? He's yeah, he's, out he's there, big um, time. Yeah, major activist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's an activist. Yeah. So he's, he's I guess he didn't have time for that. But Trevor Noah, he's leaving. I guess. You want to do some other things, you know. Um, I guess. You know. Yeah. I mean, the other guy, what's the, what's the big guy? He's leaving as well. Um, the guy that does the karaoke uh, stuff in the car. Oh, um, yeah, The yeah, British John. guy. Corden. Yeah, he's leaving too. Yeah. Yeah, he's leaving as well. So, yeah. Okay. Um, interesting. Lionsgate is in work film development depicting Dennis Rodman's 48 hours in Las Vegas during the 98 NBA Finals may be close to choosing the actor who will portray the project major character. Uh, Jonathan Majors is in early talks to play the famed basketball star in 48 hours in Vegas. While it isn't a sealed deal, Majors is reported very much on board and negotiations are headed in the right direction. Um, okay. Last August, Lionsgate won the rights to the spec in a highly competitive auction. Really? Phil Lord Chris Miller will produce the film while Ari Lubert and Rodman himself will executive produce. The screenplay is written by Jordan Van Dina. Never heard of these mm-hmm. people. Okay. The new film is inspired by the infamous story of how the former Chicago Bulls forward went on a wild adventure to the desert in the middle of the 96 NBA Finals. Okay. 
All right. I won't be watching that. <laughs> Interesting. Well, at least, look, look, at least Dennis Rodman still in the news. I mean, shit, what the hell, right? <laughs> okay. Dennis um, Rodman also, okay. is a hot mess, but go ahead. Yeah. But he said he's still doing his thing, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, Patty LaBelle um, tapped for the Wonder Years one uh, season two. The reimagined ABC series is narrated by Don Cheadle. I like it. I've seen it before. Patty LaBelle will join the second season of ABC's The Wonder Years. The legendary music icon is said to guest star to play Shirley Williams, the mother of Dulé Hill's character. Bill Williams in the reimagined series. The Bell is currently signed on for two episodes with her character being the choir director at her church. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, this is also uh, produced by Lee Daniels and Bob Daly. Okay. The Wonder Years will make a mid-season return, but no official release date has yet been set. All right. Did you Did you ever watch it? Wonder I, I tried to watch it. I, I think I saw maybe two episodes. It was okay, but I didn't really get into it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, also, Rick Ross. Rick Ross, it doesn't surprise me, launches a new business venture, Hemp Hop Smokables. <laughs> the oh, rapper boy. has partnered with Hemp Paco to create CBD products. Uh, Rick Ross continues to make money moves with a new venture under his belt with his line of hemp-related products. Okay. Uh, interesting. He said, I truly believe in the health benefits, I bet, of hemp-derived products. Having had my own health scares and through my healing process, I decided I would develop a line of, of smokables to help others with the benefits of hemp cannabis. Okay. I ain't mad at the deal thing, darling. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Yeah. And uh, also Tank. He's in the news. A law firm has sued R&B singer Tank. Wow. I didn't realize his, his real name is Darrell Artez Bad. Okay. Um, for failing to pay legal fees after being represented in a federal copyright infringement case. Tank allegedly owes the firm $265,000. The lawsuit was filed by McPherson LLP of L.A. Superior Court. Hmm. Okay. Uh-oh. I think we lost cattle. Okay. Yeah, we lost cattle. Okay, well, she'll have to call us back. Sing a song. <laughs> Papadini says sing a song. I don't think so. So we'll just go to a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back while we try to reestablish that connection. So stand by. We'll be right back on the other side of the break. Got disconnected. It's Friday night, and you're listening to The Pajama Party Show Live. Tune in every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. We push it to the limit every week like only we can. We've got hot topics, hit it and quit it headlines, 
TV and movie reviews, commentary, and the world's famous Kiss It List. And you don't want to be on the Kiss It List. So visit apajamaparty.com, check out the cocktail of the week, get your glass, and get your laugh on with the Pajama Party crew doing what we do right here with you. Get up on this and push it. Push it real good. All right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm one of the hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Are you back, Kettle? Hello, Kettle! It looks like she's back. Oh, Tank. Yeah, I said I was talking about... I was, A. Cheap cell phone, okay. Okay, go ahead. Don't even try it. I was, that's all right, Papa. I'm going to get you. I was talking about Tank. (laughs) Talking about who? No, I got track. (laughs) Oh, Lord. That's even worse. Okay. I was talking about Tank and how the law firm is trying to sue them for back money that he owes them. Um, Mm -hmm. Some type of infringement went on and he needs representation um, with with the um, law firm. And he was paying them back, but for some some for some reason he stopped paying them so um, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes and uh, oh, wow. last, but, last but not least actor Mike Epps and his wife are reversing gentrification with their new HGTV series Buying Back the Block okay interesting okay so they doing houses there okay all right, yeah. Things are, yeah. Okay, Mike Epps and his wife, Kyra, uh, will have their own HGTV called Buying Back the Block, where they work to prevent gentrification in black communities by flipping old houses and making them new. There was another series similar to that. It's something, um, it's two white guys. Um, yeah, Detroit. They, yeah. Right, they That's purchased the a lot yeah, of Yeah, in Detroit, um, I've seen properties. that. Yeah, they purchased mm. a lot of properties uh-huh. um, in that neighborhood and um, yeah, yeah. yeah and flip them. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of the name so. of it. It's something the block. Yeah, something the block. I don't know, but okay. But, but this yeah, is buying back the block. Um, this this is yeah, going to come out in spring 20, uh, 2023. Yeah. I, hey, I guess they figured somebody else can do it. They can do it too. Why not? So it's a new twist, I guess. But same stuff, new twist. So. That's my Hollywood wrap up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, did you mention Coolio? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry to hear about his passing. Um, I don't know if he was ill or he just suddenly passed. What a couple of days ago, Coolio, uh, the rapper. So yeah. Fifty-nine years old. Yeah, fifty-nine. They they think it was a heart attack. Okay. Uh, yeah. God bless him and everything that he left behind is his legacy. For sure. There's some good music out there. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All, All right. right. Well, thank, thank you, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Papa D. That takes us down to the Kiss It List. Kiss It List. Yes, if you could please explain right. what exactly is the world-famous, notorious Kiss It List. It's a list of people that showed their butt over the last week or so. We're going to put them on blast. Okay, I'm down we for We got that. some permanent people on this list, like Herschel Walker and uh, Donald Trump. 
they oh, got absolutely. Like, like like Vegas, they got residency. <laughs> That's funny. They have a kiss at list residency. I like that. Uh, let's see. I I want to add also that guy Gerard Gerard Dalk, the guy from the uh, NSA espionage. Uh, he was just who stupid. got busted. Yeah, that was just stupid. Yeah, also, the Republicans stupid. that are mad at Lizzo for playing that jeweled, uh, jeweled James Madison flute, they are pissed. Really? Really? Yeah. Apparently, somebody allowed her to play the flute at a concert, and these Republicans have been losing their mind over it. They felt like it was disrespectful and yada, yada. I'm like, y'all need to get over yourselves. She was honoring the guy. They felt like it should have never happened. Why did somebody allow her to to play this flute? I'm like, she's a professional flutist. What is the flute connected to? Why are they... It was James Madison's flute that had these jewels or something, and I guess it had been kept preserved somewhere. And whatever, I don't know if it was in a museum or what, but somehow somebody allowed and brought it out on stage at a Lizzo concert a few days back, and they allowed her to play it. So now these Republicans are acting a fool because they felt like that shouldn't have been allowed and they felt like, you know, it was, I, I can't even explain it. All I know is they're mad about it, and they felt like it shouldn't have happened. I don't know if it's because she's black or is she not Republican or what. I don't know. It came from Library of Congress. That's where it came from. Okay, Library of Congress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and these Republicans are tripping over that. Well, where the hell did Martin and a lot Green of- come but a lot of people Pretty didn't know that um, this president was a, was a flouter. Oh, I didn't know that so either. She, see, and he had over 200 um, flutes. So, yeah. So oh, he's yeah. bringing light to that. So shut the F up. <laughs> there you go. But wait a minute, mm-hmm. Papa, you mentioned Marjorie Taylor Greene. Shout out to her husband, who is divorcing her monkey behind after 27 years of marriage. Her husband what? has filed for divorce for, what did he say, ir- irrevocable Definitely. something. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. Basically, he was like, look, <laughs> I need to get away from her crazy <laughs> It's not irrevocable. It's not that one. It's like irreconcilable. Ir- no, it's not that one. It was something else. Not irreconcilable. It was something else. But whatever it is, after 27 years, he wants out. How is she married okay. 27 years? She don't like she's no more than 27 years old. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. also we got mm-hmm. Melania Trump for promoting Christmas ornaments in the middle of the uh, Hurricane Ian. She's How? online promoting the sale of Christmas ornaments. What, I'm like, girl, you got from the White House? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she needs some money. Uh, That's what it sounds like. Uh, uh, I don't uh. know what what she was thinking. Also, mm, we got mm, a man that mm. shot himself in the foot accidentally at the Fairfax County gun show. Mm, I, mm, I don't know mm. what. I'm trying we to understand. Yeah, clearly. But why did they have live ammo in the gun at the gun show? 
That's my question. <laughs> he messed around and shot himself in the foot. Also, mm-hmm. um, Megan McCain, y'all remember her? Mm-hmm. Megan McCain for always having comments about things that nobody even asked her about. Mm-hmm. She's always posting little comments about this and that. And it's like, girl, ain't nobody ask you. Shut up. Mm. Commenting on stuff nobody asked her. Papa mm. Didi said, what's she mm. up to? I said, that's what she's up to. She would have um, done better staying on the view. <laughs> exactly. Also, we got Kim Davis. I don't know if people remember Kim Davis. She is the, the court clerk down in Kentucky. Mm that had an issue with performing weddings for same-sex couples. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. She's still at it. She actually took it to court and was trying to get qualified immunity so that she Mm -hmm. wouldn't have to. And the judge said, no, that's your job. It's legal. Same-sex marriages are legal in Kentucky. Do your damn job. Well, you you need to move somewhere else then. She really does. I'm like, if you got that much of a problem, then go somewhere else. Um, The two idiots that, exactly. Uh, Also, I've got the two idiots that died a waterfall in Brazil for a gender reveal and in the process of doing so violated environmental laws because now they have possibly tainted some of the water supply in Brazil. Oh, God. Why were they allowed them to do that? It wasn't that they were allowed. They just did it. They were doing an outdoor gender reveal, and they decided Mm. to just take it to the next level in their head. So they Mm. put some kind of dye or something in an actual waterfall. I'm like, you know what? People need to go take a break with this gender reveal when it goes that far. I agree. Uh, I got a Louisiana judge, Jeffrey Cash, for ordering a seven-year-old girl to attend unsupervised visits with her mother at a home where she said, the little girl, said two men sexually abused her. She told Mm -hmm. the judge two people in this house sexually abused her, and the judge said, I'm ordering you to have unsupervised visits with your mother in that house. Her father was appealing it, but the judge ruled in the mother's favor. So now this girl has unsupervised visits at that house where two people, where she alleges that two men sexually abused her. And this judge, Jeffrey Cash, has a prior history of weird rulings. Mm. So, Lord, help her. Help her. He's on the kissing list. Mm. And last one I got on this list is your girl, Jenny Thomas. Clarence uh, Thomas's mm-hmm. wife. Thomas's, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's Jenny she Thomas. If she thinks anybody believes her when she kept telling the uh, January 6th committee that she never, ever spoke with her husband, Clarence Thomas, about the election or the stealing of the election or anything else she was doing or anything else political, she swears up and down that she never had conversations with her husband about that. Mm. I'm like Jenny. Are you serious? That's what she told everybody about her damn husband. Yeah, but I still don't mm. believe her. Mm. I can't still believe how you live in the house with this man and you never said a word about any still of this. Yeah, they live in separate lives. Yeah, she crazy. 
Oh, and mm-hmm. let me not forget Mexico for that $10 billion gun lawsuit they tried against the U.S. And that guy McCray at the Tennessee school for dragging that brother by his hair. Uh, anybody else? I had a list for him tonight. Anybody else? I see. I think you got everybody covered. Did, did you say Trump already? Yeah. Okay. Trump well, you know and all he's on there permanently. And uh, Roger Cadell. Oh, yeah. And uh, who was their coach? Who's the coach of that Miami team that put two, let Tua go back in and play? Uh, Mike Mike McDowell. Yeah, he's on the kiss it list. Mm-hmm. All right, is that everybody? Mm. And whatever happened to Kraft? He, he just you know what? He just kind of disappeared, didn't he? He's still around. He sure did. Yeah, but after that massage fiasco, yeah, he disappeared. From the mm-hmm. from the attention of the news and the media, and all. Well, he paid that off, I'm sure. Yeah, oh, that sure. was just like a mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Okay. Well, we have an award for everybody on this week's Kiss It List, and here is my in All right, welcome back to John Party. One who's Papa DJ. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, we're down to the last word. What's your last word, Papa DJ? My last word is, like I said earlier, watch out for those Miami Dolphins because they are full of crap at the end of the year with the Black Coast they fired. He's suing them in the NFL, and now they're doing crazy stuff by letting the quarterback get get. You know, and they got that that. CTE. Yeah. You think he'll be more aware of that? But Tua cracked his head twice. He had a short week. They played Sunday and they played again on Thursday. So he came back, what is that, four days later? Mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Hit his head in the same spot. Pull up the video on Tua, Coach of Miami. Pull up the Sunday video and the Thursday video on how he fell. And that's a black quarterback, right? He's No, he's a Hawaiian. Well, I'm saying a quarterback of color. Yeah. Let me put it that way. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, my last word is it's the end of a month. We're getting ready to go into the last three months of the year. Mm. So let's take stock in the things that have been accomplished for this year and think about the things that you still want to accomplish for the rest of the year. You got three months left to get it in, October, November, December, and then it's done. 2022 will be out of here. So, you know, be very conscious of the things that you wanted to accomplish this year. Get yourself a schedule and a plan and, you know, handle your business. Do the things that you need to do. 
you know, take care of your stuff. Take care of stuff. That's right. You know, so many times we think, oh, I'll do it later, I'll do it later. And later is not a day of the week, and it's not a month. So let's, let's you know, handle our stuff. You got three months now before the year is out, so don't say you didn't know because Red Wine told you. And that's my last word. <laughs> Over to you, Catherine. Okay. Okay. Um, that's a good segue. Um Papa Didi had mentioned the mayor earlier, and I think she needs to get back on the stick as far as this crime was going on here in the district. Lock this city down. These young folks, they need to, um, you know, get it together. If you got crime going on between 12 a.m. and 5 a.m., there's something wrong. You need to crack something down. And about that new facility you were talking about, Papa Didi, you're right. They need to come up with something new, something different. Um, yeah. Not the same old yeah. stuff all the time. And it's not yeah. always about the same stuff, basketball. I mean, that's not the only yeah. thing that we can do, you know. Um, hopefully there's some educational things there. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. Do you know what region of D.C. it was? Hmm? I said some Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. Did you know what region of D.C. that it was? Did you know the area? Did you know the Um, area of D.C.? No, but I know they did the groundbreaking on it. It's going to be a huge uh, rec center or some type of, not multicultural type center. They don't call them rec centers anymore. Right. I got to check it out. Yeah, I'll check it out. But, yeah, that's my last word. The mayor just needs to get on her P's and Q's. And also mm-hmm. about um, a few things that's going on down in at um, Fourth and Rhode Island. They continue to have flooding down there, but, you know, um, it's just crazy. The area is a new and up-and-coming area down there, um, but um, they continue to have flooding. And you got to do something about that, man. So that's my shout-out. That's, you need to All do right. something different. Mm-hmm. All right. That's my well, last word. Okay, thank you, Kettle. All right, well, we want to thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. Hope you enjoyed the show. We try to inform and entertain and just expand your thoughts, and, you know, that's all we can do, lift everybody up. So that's it. We're done. We're going to say goodnight, and we'll do it again next week. Say goodnight, Papa Didi. Goodnight. Welcome to... uh... A little more than an hour, an hour and ten minutes. Welcome to uh, October 1st. All right. Say good night, Kevin. Good night. And good night. And we'll see you next month. And we'll do it all over again. Peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatanti, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Dabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Oh, Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. <laughs> Rolling that day, rolling up my day, put some of my money, party cool, keep it real for you. No clothes allowed, put some of my money, rolling that day, rolling up my day.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.